so good to have the kids join in worship with us. I've requested that the kids come in and worship with us. It's very important that the children know how to enter into the presence and how to behave in the presence of the Lord. Amen. You know, children, we are so glad that you are here, but for the next few minutes, I need you to pay attention to pastor. If you move around, I will get you. I will catch you. Okay, so again, there's, there, it is important because I think uh, we need to show the children how to enter into the presence of the Lord and the presence of the Lord, you know, we get uh, refreshed. Amen. Amen. You know, we, 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 we sang that song, Let It Rain. You know, uh, life has a way to wear us out. You know, and in that particular song, you know, water is like unto a refreshing, you know, and there are times where we are devastated. There are times we are disappointed in life. Maybe you are here today devastated. Maybe you are here today disappointed. But the prayer goes, you know, I hope you understand that was not just a song, but it was a prayer. Let it rain. Let it rain. Here's the deal, folks. I, I, here's my prayer for you. That you don't just, okay, let's look at the watch. Okay, my stomach is hungry. Uh, Pastor, I hope you do that. You don't preach so long. You know, uh, uh, you know what? You missed the point. Your mind can be cluttered. And when you come into the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, something happened. I, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but it's a tangible presence of the Lord will just sweep over your mind and that you feel like, oh my goodness, there is hope. Oh my goodness, God is washing me. I, I made some terrible mistakes. But, but guess what? When I enter in the presence of the Lord, says, it's okay. The Lord just wash us. Amen. And, and not only really just wash us, it gives us this peace, that's hope. You know, no matter what kind of situation you're going through, no matter what kind of, of struggle you're going through, I'm here to tell you God is greater. Amen. That, that, you know what the promise of God says? That he who began a good work, he will complete it. Yeah, you may mess up, but, but I'm here to tell you my God is bigger. I'm here to tell you no matter what the devil tries to do, God is still greater. You are the apple of his eyes. And he wants you to succeed. So he doesn't want you to look and magnify your problem. He wants you to look at me. I know it all. There are three terms. There are three words that make, uh, describe God. He's omnipotent. Anybody know what omnipotent is? It means he's all-powerful. He has unlimited power. And then he's omniscient, which means he knows all things. Amen. Amen. You know what? He knows what you're going through. He knows every one of your problems. And, and the, the last one that I love is the, he's omnipresent. Amen. Amen. That means he can be everywhere at the same time. He can be there in your past. He can be there in your present. He can be there in your future. He will never leave us nor forsake us. But here's the deal. As much as God is omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient, the questions that you have, will you give it to Him? He will never force you. <laughs> but you've got to recognize that God, you see all things. You know that I'm here today. You know what kind of state of mind. I don't even know what kind of state of mind I am in. But as I come into your presence, I magnify you. Can we do that right now for our next few minutes, Father? Lord, again, we cast down every high thing. Lord, we cast down every imagination. We cast down every worry. Because you are greater, God. You have brought us to this place to speak to us. You have brought us to this place to encourage us. You have brought us to this place to restore us. You have brought us to this place to refresh us.
So Father, have your way. Do your will, God, in our lives. Amen. Amen. Why don't you reach out to somebody and say, pray for them. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, let us enter in. Father, I pray, God, that you give us liberty to hear your word, Father. Lord, let it be a assuring word. Let it be a quick word. Let it be a living word in our lives, Father. Lord, speak hope where there is no hope. Lord, I speak peace where there is no peace. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray, God, that you watch over every person today. Lord, right now, God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Amen. Let's give praise to the Lord. Why don't we just clap our hands? If you are guests and friends to the Tabernacle of Joy, we welcome you. Tabernacle of Joy, why don't we welcome our guests and friends here in this place? Amen. You know, again, I, 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 I was just blown away, you know, about uh, this topic that I'm talking about. You know, sometimes when you read this scripture, everybody knows this scripture. I'm going to remind you about this scripture in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You know, how many of you read that scripture before? You know, and then sometimes because it's so familiar that we take it for granted, right, that, oh, I know what it means, but do we? Let, let me ask you this question. Do you think that Jesus, as God, perhaps know what he's talking about when he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. You know, all your life issues boils down to this verse in Matthew chapter 6, verse 3. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things shall be added unto you. And his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That means, if I keep my focus on him, he will become my provision. <laughs> That's what he's trying to say. If I put my relationship with God, the highest priority, he will provide whatever I need to succeed in this life. Amen. Again, you know, uh, uh, why don't you turn to your neighbor and on your left and the right, say it's good to see you in the house of the Lord. <laughs> Amen. You may be see that again. It's so good. Oh. Here, here's something that uh, I, I, I want us to do. You know, uh, this week was really special. I just felt in the spirit to call uh, Brother Sergei, you know, from Ukraine. How many of you remember we've been praying for Brother Sergei from Ukraine? You know, I was calling him. I said, I don't know why the Lord put you in my mind. I need to talk to you. How are you? You know, and then he was over the phone and he was just telling me, you call at the right time. I'm dealing with stuff, spiritual warfare, things that, that, that I told, you know, it's not, a, it's one thing after another. So I, 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 I prayed, you know, I really prayed, you know, over the phone for him. And immediately I felt in the spirit, God says, go. Amen. You know, I, I want you to pray together with me because... I'm looking for air tickets to go to Ukraine, or Poland, in fact. And from Poland, it's a 10-hour drive to Ukraine. Amen. I, I, I know that some of you, you know, uh, some of you have approached me. Uh, I'm only taking guys, not ladies. You know, they say, Pastor, I want to be a part of that mission trip. You know, uh, it's not going to be an easy one. Uh, I'm going to be selective about who I'm going to be choosing. Uh, but you need to feel a liberty to go. 
Amen. This is a real mission trip. Because there's, maybe there's only one way there and you don't come back alive. Amen. I mean, all the mission trip, we all come back one. <laughs> but this one, I cannot guarantee. So again, until you feel the Spirit of the Lord, I, I, I just want us to pray for the right timing. You know, uh, I felt God says go. Amen. Uh, and I, I, I want us to pray that God will help us, amen, to arrange this meeting, you know. Uh, why don't we just lift our hands? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we want to continue to pray for Brother Sergey, God. And Lord, you know, he's going through a difficult time, God. And Lord, we pray, let it rain. Let it rain in Ukraine right now, God. As we pray, let it rain, God. Lord, there's so much devastation. When, when they are in the middle of building, God, there are missiles flying all, all over that area, God. Father, again, God, there is so, so much uncertainty. Lord, I'm asking God that you step in. I'm asking God, Lord, that you will continue to protect him. God, continue to protect his spirit. Continue, God, to have your hands upon him. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, watch over him. Lead him and guide him. In the name of Jesus, God, have your hands upon him. And Father, whatever situation that he may, might be going through, God, that you be his God, Lord. Amen. You be his God, Lord. Lord, you show him what you are able to do. God, let him, Lord, especially when it comes to the political arena, God, be God, the God that is able to, to give him favor, Lord. Be the God, God, who is given peace, God, that he knows exactly what to say at the right time. In Jesus' name, and all God's people say, Amen. Amen. Okay, you know, I'm going to give you a little bit of revision uh, so that I can continue my message, you know, uh, today. Because it's going to be the same thing. But how many of you remember what I preached about last week? Well, everybody like, oh, please don't call me. Please don't look at me. Please. I, I, I talk about pursuing God, right? Come on, everybody say amen. And then I talk about why do we need to pursue God? And because, number one, God pursue us first. Amen. God is pursuing us. Even today in this service, God is pursuing you. Amen. Telling you that you're not alone. No matter what kind of situation, I'm here for you. Okay? And then, number two, only God can satisfy our deepest needs, desires. Amen. Right? Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, it, it's just like this. We always tell our children, don't drink Coke before you, your meal. It will ruin your appetite, right? Coke is not good enough. It, there's no nutrition in Coke. Amen. That's why, you know, when we go through life, sometimes we, we put our trust in relationship. We put our trust in our careers. We put our trust. Those things don't last. Amen. They, they, they may help you relieve the pain for the moment. But at the end of the day, you've still got to face the issue when, when, when the fizzle is out, you know, you realize that, hey, I need something more than this. Amen. Only God satisfies our deepest desires. And number three, just what I like, God's presence transforms us. When we draw near to God, He draws near to us and transforms us into His likeness. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Let me say one thing for a moment. Don't try to change on your own. You can't do it. Amen. The scripture talks about being transformed. You know, 
Again, you know, how many of you ever say, I want to change? <laughs> how many of you made promises in DCD, say, God, I want to do better? But then you find yourself back to square one. You can't change yourself. It's not about behavior modification. Something greater must come. Something must touch you. And then you'll be transformed on the inside out. Amen. And that's why, you know, you, it, we need to resign as becoming the CEO of our lives and let God be the one that is in charge. Amen. Okay. And, and what does pursuing God look like? Okay. These are just revisions. Okay. Maybe I have to preach my message again because I see some of you are looking. Did you preach about that? <laughs> you know, to pursue God means to actively seek His presence and guidance to align our lives with His will. Amen. And, 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 and when we don't pursue after God, our life becomes disconnected. Amen. You know, again, we, we, we are disconnected from the true source of life. And when we are disconnected from the true source of life, there's a need within us. So we put all this unrealistic expectation on, on, on people. You know, uh, we may put all this unrealistic expectation on our spouse. And we realize, my goodness, my spouse cannot meet everything of my need. Because let me tell you one thing, your spouse is not God. Hello? I've said this all the time. Your spouse is not the Holy Spirit. They are not all-knowing. They are not all-powerful. And they are not ever-present. There is a limitation. And, and, and that's why relationships get, get, get attacked. You know why? Because we put wrong expectation on each other. I thought, I think, yeah, I don't friend you. Don't touch me. You should know better. You know, they are not all-knowing. Trust me, guys. You know, ladies, if you want us to do something, tell us. Don't make us guess. Then we do all the wrong things. Amen. Okay? So again, you know, and then, then what would happen is this. You get disappointed in life. After you get disappointed in life, it's repeated behavior. You can get devastated, you know? Why could it be that, 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 that God is trying to tell you, hey, 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 you need me. That's just a temporal fix. If it happens, praise the Lord. If it's not, look at me. You know what I've learned about relationship? Okay, I hope I don't shock you. There are times I don't feel there's enough love there for me to forgive. Come on, you're with me here. And then, I do what's right because I do it unto the Lord. Amen. Are you with me? I do what's right, not, not because she deserves it, but, but because I do it unto the Lord. And when I do it unto the Lord, God fixes my relationships. Amen. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Are you all with me? <laughs> and then we talked about if you are the consequences of not pursuing God, your spiritual growth is standard. Amen. That means you can't grow because he's a true vine. Without you, you can And then again, if, 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 if he is not my constant pursuit in life, guess what happened? I'm vulnerable to sin. I'm vulnerable to my sinful nature. We all have this selfish nature. Come on, everybody say amen. We all want what's best for me. Amen. 
And, and, and I'm vulnerable because you know what? I, 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 I'm now vulnerable because I realize that, oh, you know, there are things that is overwhelming and I have fear. That's something that I'm going to be talking about. You know, I have all these fears and then you know what? Uh, 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 the fear can overwhelm me and I become uh, self-reliant. Amen. And then when you become self-reliant, you become self-righteous. And then when you got self-righteous, you become pride. And then it's always the person is wrong, not me. Got to be careful. That's why we have to surrender. Amen. I love the song. I surrender. Surrender is not a very easy thing to do, you know. <laughs> I surrender. Easy to sing, but not easy to do. But the way to surrender is that when you trust God. Amen. And then we talk about temptations. Amen. All of us are surrounded by temptations. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22 is, 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 is the key to deal with temptation. He says, flee useful lust, run away, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace, with those who are called on the Lord out of a pure heart. So again, we talk about you got to run away, you got to run to, and you got to run with people. Amen. Amen. That, that, that knows the way. <laughs> Amen. Someone who loves you enough and say, I will not let you do this to yourself. Amen. Okay. Everybody say praise the Lord. Okay. You're with me? Now I'm going to talk about understanding the kingdom. Amen. To seek first the kingdom of God, we must understand what it means. Again, the scripture says this, the kingdom of God is not a physical place, but rather the rule and reign of God in our lives in the world. It means, or it is the manifestation of God's will, His love and His presence among us. So let's turn to the book of Luke chapter 17 verse 21. Amen. He says, it's neither shall they say, lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. It begins within. Everybody say, Amen. And Jesus emphasized that the kingdom of God should be our top priority. When you think of the word kingdom, you think about two words, king's domain. Amen. That means... He has to rule over your life. You know, is, you know when, when someone asks me the question, Pastor, uh, uh, if God is so good, uh, why am I struggling? Why am I? Then I'll ask the question, well, has he have total access over your life? I mean, is, is, I, I, you know, when you buy a, a gadget, you know, the first thing that you want to do is to open the manufacturer menu. And you really want to learn how to operate that device before you say that it's broken down. Amen. You know, when we were in the States, you know, brother, brother Showstrand brought a new rice cooker. The rice cooker, very different one. <laughs> and it's so huge and it's a rice cooker. It's six in one. It's pressure cooker, rice cooker, deep fryer, everything. And, 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 and when we're looking at the menu, I say, wow, so thick are the menu. So we decided to do this rice cooker our own way. We, 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 we knew that we cannot use the, the brand new rice. Amen. Because we, we, we don't want to destroy the new rice. And we found some old rice. 
In fact, it was the rice that was four years old because she was there in, 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 in USA. Amen. Uh, the first time that she cooked for the church, there was still this rice. Four years old, but, but, but thank God, God, God allowed them to keep the rice so that we can test. We can test how much water to put, how many minutes, whether this button means steam or deep frying. So, so we had to figure our way around. Instead of reading the manual, first time when we did, wow, look like porridge. <laughs> but luckily, that is not the rice that we need for fried rice. She cooked fried rice for the, the show strand. So the second time, wow, we put the rice again. Then it was, wow, perfect. So now we know the right amount to put, the right amount of water. But, but let me tell you, there's a better way to do this. You don't need to figure around life complexities of uh, relationship, decision-making. You got the manual, and the manual is the Bible. And, and most importantly, let me share something with you. God will reveal to you who He is when you open the Word of the Lord. Amen. Okay? By seeking first the kingdom, we align our hearts and minds and the heart, the mind of God, and we become a testimony of His grace and mercy. We enthrone Him as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And He will take care of us. Sounds easy, right? Let, let me share with you a story. You know, all of us know this story and I didn't know it. I, it was just a simple story. How many of you love the story of Adam and Eve? Amen. How many of you love the story Adam and Eve? It was a disappointing story, but it's, there's a lot of depth in that story. You know, I want to bring it up to you again. You know, remember, you know, God created paradise for who? Adam and Eve, right? Come on, everybody say amen. Perfect place. Amen. Everything was just in, in harmony, but, but in the midst of all this creation, there were two trees. You know what those true trees are? The trees of, of the knowledge or the trees of the knowledge of what? Good and evil and the tree of life. Amen. Let's, let's turn to a passage of scripture here so that, you know, we are all on the same page. Let's turn to Genesis chapter 2 verse 9. Genesis chapter 2 verse 9. It goes like this. And out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There were two trees. Amen. And one tree, they're not supposed to eat of that fruit. Let's, let's turn to Genesis chapter 2 verse 16 and 17. And the Lord God commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden you may freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you, what? Shall surely die. So in the midst of this garden, you know, everything you can eat, but except one tree. And the devil always makes you focus on that one thing you cannot do. But never see all the blessings. That, that, that one thing, oh, oh, you know, the devil sometimes, right, oh, will, will point out about your wife. She offend you in one area, but they never tell you all the good things that she had done. <laughs> Amen. I mean, the fact that she's cooking for you, she's, she's, she's washing up after you, and all those things. Right? But the devil always like to find loopholes. But, but God says, wow, you know what, you, you, in all things, give thanks. 
You know, I've seen so many relationships, right? Restored if they were focused on being giving thanks, having an attitude of gratitude. Amen. I mean, it begins as a parent. You know, sometimes you, you frustrated with the teenager's son of yours or daughter of yours. You know, you're just frustrated, but be thankful that you have a daughter and son to talk about. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, ah, I wish that you just focus and do homework. You, you can focus on all the bad things or they say, you know what? I'm so grateful that I'm a daddy. I'm so grateful that I'm a mommy. Everybody say, praise God. And then, let's turn on the story, okay? You know, God told Adam and Eve not to eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. Amen. So, here comes a question that I always wondered. Was the knowledge of good and evil a good thing? Wow. Amen. Here you have, God says, don't eat of it because when you eat of it, something will happen. Suddenly, you know, all you need to do is focus on my relationship with me. Just focus. You know, it's just like this. Listen to me. God is trying to tell, listen to me. You don't need to turn on. You, please, whatever you do, just don't turn on the light. And sometimes we all, you know, Keicho, turn on the light. And then when you start to turn on the light, you feel like, ah, oh, so many things not done now. Uh, and then you suddenly become self-conscious and, and you realize that, wow, so overwhelming in eh, life. So overwhelming eh. Cannot earn this, cannot. Wow, got so many things. Uh, and, and God says, ah, 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 just focus on me. Let, let, let me give you an example. You know, uh, at Chinatown Point, you all remember Chinatown Point? Okay. You know, I had to fix speakers. Leh. And I go to the catwalk. And there was a false ceiling. Wow, I thought, wow, so low. Ah. If I fall down, I won't die. Lah. You, you know, I won't fall down, but those are false ceilings. It's not the floor. Leh. And then I saw one of those things, right? I, I got out of position. Leh. And then I saw through the seats. Leh. My legs start to shiver. You, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like, like sometimes God wonder you, you, you were never designed for those great things. Or you were designed to focus my relationship on me. And when you focus my relationship on me, right, what will happen? I'll take care of you. I never designed you to take care of yourself. Are you with me? That, that there are so many times in life, oh, we, we, instead of focusing on relationship, we go and eat the knowledge of good and evil. But with this knowledge of good and evil comes moral complexities, moral choices, moral responsibilities that God never intended for us. God never intended for us to know what's good. God never intended for us to know what's evil. The God wanted us to walk in innocence. Everything is all about my walk with you. I will tell you where to go. I will tell you how you're going to spend your money and I'm going to take care of you because I do not want you to have all all those moral responsibilities. I just want you to walk in innocence. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Come on. I mean, but now after the fall, all of us know everything. And then we have to toy with, with all kinds of decisions. And, and, and that's why when, when, when the scripture says, seek ye first the kingdom, he's trying to tell us, 
be walk like Adam and Eve walk. Focus on me. Do not focus on life complexities about your jobs, about your career, about all those things. Because those things, the scripture says, will choke your life out. You want to worry, Ken? Ayah, don't know whether I can meet my quota. Ayah, if I don't meet my quota, guess what happened? Alama, I got to face my wife. And I got to face my wife, I got to face my children. And, and one thing lead after another. And then after that, you find yourself, hey, 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 worry is just a natural product because the story goes on to tell us, you know what Adam and Eve did? They partake of the fruit and immediately they felt afraid. They felt vulnerable. Amen. They were naked. Amen. If we choose the knowledge of good and evil, we will feel vulnerable. How do I fix this? And, and, and just because, you know, you do, you can, that, 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 that goodness, that, that knowledge of goodness can be actually a hindrance for you to enter into relationship with God because you know what? You want to fix it. But no matter what you do, when you fix it, guess what happened? It was still not pay the penalty for what you have done. <laughs> Amen. So then what happens? The story goes on. They say you know, they were afraid. Uh, they, 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 they were naked. They were vulnerable. And they know that they are in a big problem here because number one, I'm naked. I'm vulnerable. And number two, the, 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 the serpent, remember the serpent said this, you will be like God. He did not say you are God. <laughs> Notice this, uh, you are like God and be God is very different. <laughs> Amen. You'll be like God, how? Because you know suddenly what's right and what's wrong. But you don't have the power to do what's right. <laughs> what's the knowledge of good and right, but don't have the ability to do what's right. <laughs> Amen. Come on, are, are you all with me here? <laughs> They have the knowledge of this good and evil and they'll be like God. And, 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 and you know what being like God means? You know, I, I, I realize that I'm naked, so I'm vulnerable. Likewise, so many of us, we have our own internal world. We have our insecurities to deal with. And sometimes we are so driven because we are trying to play cover up. Sometimes we are after career. Sometimes we are after that dollar sign because we want, that's the ability to make us like God. Because the more money I have, the more control I can have over the situation. Come on, everybody say amen. But the problem with money is it's never enough. You know, there's a movie called Chen Pu Ko Yong. The more money you want, guess what happened? The more you want. Never ending cycle. And then you know what? After you get the money, then you have to protect your money. And you are trapped. What money... Then, ayo, stock market down, everything, cryptocurrency, bad situation now. And then you are trapped. That money grabs a hold of you. That money becomes your master. And you will lose that, 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 that ability to trust in God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That you keep on going to something that has always been around. And, and Jesus said this, all these things, the, the love of money is the root of all evil. 
Amen. Watch me. I am your God. I never designed you to worry. I am your provision. If you focus on seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness. You know what does his righteousness mean? That means I am in, you know, again, how many of you will agree? None of us are righteous according to the word of God. Come on, wave your hand. So, so, so it is his righteousness. It's not my righteousness. Amen. It's He. So, so when we put our faith by being born again of water and spirit, amen, that we have repented of all our sins, God will impute His righteousness upon us. But, everybody say but, it's contingent on, amen, how I maintain this righteousness. That means the righteousness is contingent on my relationship with God. Right alignment. Amen. Jesus said this, why call me Lord, Lord, but you don't do the things that I command you. Amen. I, I'm not saying that you can, you know, that, 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 yes, I agree that salvation is not by works. But after God has done his, the, 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 the work on Calvary, he, 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 he paid for the penalty of our sin. Then he gave us this righteousness and, and we ought to walk in newness of life. We don't need to go back to the knowledge of fruit the, the knowledge of the fruit of good and evil. We need to every day. That's why Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I am the resurrection and I am the life. He's trying to tell us, this is the tree that you need to partake. I know there's lots of responsibility, but I never designed you to be your God. I never designed you to control this on your own. In the beginning, I designed you to walk with me. Amen. Everybody say amen. Very simple, right? Thank you for one amen. Life is really very simple. Walk with Jesus and He will take care of you. You know what we want? We want to complicate things. We want to feel important. Maybe we want autonomy. Maybe we do not want God's ways. We have our own kingdom. Amen. But you know what? I'm telling you this. Good things have a way to become our idols good things. Like, like, like for instance, you know, you know, when I meet some of the couples, they all like can't wait to say I do. Some of the people are can't wait to get proposal. You know, like, oh, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> I hate to blow their bubble. You know, have you ever seen people who in love or not? They talk very different. Right? They talk the whole world is about wow. <laughs> You're so wonderful. Yeah, you too. You're so wonderful. I love you. I look at them. Okay. Praise God. I don't want to, I don't want to blow their bubble. There is this honeymoon stage, but then after the honeymoon stage, here comes the nightmare. And you realize, my goodness, I never saw that in that person. I never saw that in that person. Too late. You say, I do. Amen. I, I didn't know this person got bad breath until I sleep with him. I don't, need, I, I don't even know this person snore. My goodness. I don't need no loud music or white noise. I have a natural white noise. It's called snoring. You know, and, and you start to see each other's weakness and you realize that that fairy tale that you have was not a reality check. 
Amen. And then, okay, they manage it. They manage to do it. Praise God. And then they have kids. <laughs> Amen. When you have kids, my goodness. Amen. Hallelujah. I love children. Amen. I have four. Amen. But I will tell you this. It's not a bed of roses. Amen. Some of you are struggling with them even at this age. But wait till they become a teenager and they have their own will. You know what? I just sat for a moment, okay? I, I, I was just thinking about this. Huh? You know, I want you to think with me. Huh? Put yourself in God's position. He's all-powerful. Everybody say amen. He's all-powerful, isn't it? He is all-knowing, right? And He's ever-present, right? Nothing is impossible with Him except one thing. Your will. Amen. You know, uh, very pictic. As a father sometimes, right, we are very pictic. Why? Sometimes uh, we want our children to do certain things, right, but they don't do it. It's within my power to help you. Within my knowledge to help you, but eh, I want to do things my way. After all that I've shown you my love, after I've given you my word, after I've proven all my love for you, you still say, uh, I want to be my own God. <laughs> and let's see what I can do. Well, being a God, you got all this power, the frustration of God, having all this power to help you, to redeem you. Uh, to, to, you know what? But His hands are tight. You know what? I've realized God cannot even save people who don't want to be saved. Pause for a moment. You know, God, God, God doesn't want you to be your own God. I, I want you to understand. God doesn't want you to go through the fear. You know why? Because you go, there's something in your life that's going to be bigger than you. Come on, everybody say amen. Whether it's sickness, whether it's some disaster around the way, there's always something that's going to be bigger than you. And then when you feel vulnerable, you have the spirit of fear. When the spirit of fear comes in, Right? You don't think. All you want to do is protect yourself. Self-preservation. Self-defense. Then you know what? We start, we don't know what to do. And guess what? In one of self-defense, we start to blame game. And it destroys relationships. You law, you you did this, you did this. This woman that you put in this garden, she was the one that tell me, and if, don't know who to say, oh, the devil made me do it. Because they just can't help it. Humanity, you know, have, once they have this knowledge of good, if something happens within them, they, they become aware of their self. That self becomes the most important picture rather than God. Oh, Lord, help me. They can't control it. They thought they can master it. Oh, I'll be like God. <laughs> okay, you know what? Oh my goodness. How come I feel fool? I have to defend me. I mean, the one that, that just imagine. Uh, uh, just imagine. Okay, Sister Weir, would you come here for a while? Amen. Come, come real quickly. Wow, she's my love of my life. Then after that, we eat the fruit. You eat first. Uh-huh. Then I eat. Oh! Oi. Oh, we, we, we begin to defend our own stuff. And then the woman that I love suddenly become my enemy. Because I'm more interested in cover up of me 
than her well-being. I can't control it. It's called sinful nature. Amen. Thank you, Sister Huya. You know, and that's what we see. You know, one of the greatest problems in life today is the number one destroyer of relationship is this thing called selfishness. Amen. When we worship ourselves, amen, self-awareness will lead to self-reliant or, you know, you enthrone yourself as God. So you have to preserve yourself instead of letting God preserve you. You hear what I'm saying? All your thoughts are about me, my wants, my comfort, my this and my that. You know what? Again, listen to me. I'm not saying that, that, that you should suffer in life. Come on, everybody say amen. I mean, if God wants us to suffer in life, why did he give us taste buds? Right? I mean, God expects us to enjoy life, but we do not enjoy life at the expense of our relationship with God. Listen to me very carefully. I know this, it sounds hard, but let me say one thing. You got to be careful to allow your family become your idol. If your family become your idol, listen to me what carefully what I'm going to say. Your, you you want to please your children. You want to please Shaney. <laughs> and, and, and Shaney wants, I want to eat chocolate all the time. It's not good for him. You cannot try to, to maintain that relationship with Shaney by giving him what he wants because he do not know better. Likewise, there are things, you know, in, in values that you don't allow your children to take those values because those values of the world are constantly changing. In fact, the Bible goes on to tell us, you know, it's kind of straight and, and tough. He says that, you, you know, the word there, you must, you must hate your father and mother. Sometimes he says that. But, but the real translation really goes on that you must love less because your parents may not be perfect. That's what he's trying to say. You know, uh, 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 come on, everybody say amen. You know, uh, 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 what we need to establish ourselves is every day. You know, uh, if you're going to ask me, oh, what am I supposed to seek ye first, the kingdom? First of all, listen, I love this thought. You know, uh, uh, how many of you want to be more obedient? Wave your hand. I want to be more obedient. But in, for you to be more obedient, you must master over this thing called worship. Because the greater must step in. Because right now, I can tell you that God is great until you experience God's greatness and behold His glory. It's just a theory. Listen, amen. That's why, you know, one of the ways that Jesus was saying that now is the time a true worshiper shall worship me in spirit and in truth. There is a dimension. The foundation of worship is to know God. Let me say that again. And how do we know God? We know God through His Word. And when I study the Word, the dimension of worship becomes richer. That I understand what it means to enter into this secret place. There is a secret place beyond human beings because the kingdom of God is not what? Eating, drinking, but it is within. There is a place that God wants to enthrone. The presence of God wants to be visiting you. Amen. But when you worship Him, amen, when you start to focus on Him, that's why it is so important. Listen very carefully now that you 
you focus on worship and not just the songs that you sing because it is different. I'm telling you one thing. My worship leader is the Word of God. <laughs> amen. Come on, everybody say amen. You know, I was just kidding with ChatGPT. You know, how many of you try ChatGPT? Quite interesting. I asked ChatGPT, can you give me a 40 days devotional on the character of God? Oh, I come out. Oh, I see, it was not bad. I will use this outline to know who God is. And then some more got scripture, like Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. The first chapter. And then after that, right, I, I type the chat GPT again. I say that, can I have an application statement or questions can you give me? What well, come out in your day? How, you know, in, in this particular day and age that you are living in, uh, 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 what do you need God to manifest Himself in terms of creation? Well, I say, well, chat GPT not bad leh. ChatGPT study the word of God more than we eh? <laughs> Amen. I mean, if we were to stop and ponder and know God, our dimension of worship, you, you see, that's the problem with us. Like, we tell people to read the Bible, but what's the purpose of reading the Bible? You, you read the Bible, what? You memorize the Bible, you quote, but, but have you turned the word of God into an application statement? You know, if you want your worship to be different, I'm telling you this, right? On Saturday, listen very closely to me. On Saturday, you go study the Word of God about the true nature of Christ. And let it sink the whole night with you memorizing those scriptures. I can tell you one thing. When you come into this place, you can enter in. The presence of God is so strong because you saturate your mind with the mind of Christ. You align yourself with His presence. Amen. And the songs that we are trying to say are those songs, are, 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 are scriptural songs. Amen. Trying to lead you through music into the presence of God. But some of us turn off our mind. We got to sing songs without connecting our heart. The scripture says this. You know, there was the story of this Samaritan woman. You all know who are the Samaritan women? They are, they are not pure Jews. Amen. They, they, they are what we call a, 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 a mixed race. Amen. Okay. And the Jews do not like the Samaritan because they are half Jew. And, and, and according to the law, that's, that's not good news. I mean, according to their religious law, that's not good news. And, and this lady, you know, uh, 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 was going there to, to go, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, to the well. Amen. And, and Jesus, amen, he knew this woman was going to be there. She said, I must go down to Samaria. I need to speak this woman. Amen. And, and, and when she went down, she saw her. And then she started oh, posing a lot of questions, you know, and, and talking about this living water, you know. And, and, and this woman was... Was kind of afraid, saying that, hey, you talk to me, uh, I thought you all don't like me. Uh, but Jesus responded, reach out, talking to a language that she can understand because she was there to go pick up the well. Water was so essential in the days of Jesus. Amen. They did not have a tap. They did not have, have, have a, a place where they can have a fountain. They have to go. And this lady go somewhere in the afternoon, very hot. You know why? Because nobody. You know why? Her life is marred with shame. She failed in so many relationships and the one man that he's staying with is not the husband. 
So Jesus asked her direct questions. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, how many husbands you have? Wow, loud, near, dot, bang. <laughs> and the lady don't know what to say, you know, tried to divert the question about living water and stuff like that. And this lady, Jesus prophesied, you know what the person, this lady knew that this man was from God. And Jesus gave a whole sermon that I love the sermon about. Now it's the time where true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Oh, the Samaritans worship something they do not know. The Jews thought they had all the revelation, but here you have the living water standing before them. I say now is the time where true worshippers never go to the temple. Now true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Do you not know what it means? He says it's God has given us the living word. God has given us the word to enter into a deeper form of worship. The reason why I read the word of God is because I want to know Him. Not because this is just a bunch of do's and don'ts. I need to know the, my, my, my Savior. I need to know oh, my Redeemer. I need to know who this God is. Because when I know this God, I can worship the Father in spirit and in truth. I, I don't know about you, but you know who you worship today. The Lord has been good. Come on, everybody say amen. I mean, he is omnipotent. He is omniscient. He is omnipresent. He is there. Amen. I love the scripture where he says, Do I walk through the valley of shadow of death? Amen. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Amen. I, I'm telling you this, that, that we need to understand one thing. You know, I study the word of God to improve my worship. <laughs> because only when I start to worship God and I give Him the honor, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. When, when my spirit meets with the Holy Spirit, something happens. Amen. I say again, something happens. Amen. Some of us been there before. Some of us been there in DCD. But I'm here to tell you, I don't have another DCD to wait. I'm thirsty and I'm weary. I need the living water. And God says, Hey, what are you waiting for? I, oh, the veil has been torn. Amen. That you can come enter in. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, are you with me here again? Say praise the Lord. And God is inviting us because you know what? As you learn how to worship God, there is no rival. I say again, your wife cannot rival his presence. Your career and your worry cannot rival his presence. There has got to be only one true God. And when you start worshipping him, and then you start to know who he is, guess what happened? You were birthed into this thing called, I trust you, Jesus. You cannot trust something that you don't know. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Are you all with me here again? So the key that I am wanting to express today is that we got to know Him through His Word. I got to know Him through His Word. And not only I got to know Him through His Word, I got to know Him through worship in His Word. Amen. And when I worship Him, it will lead me to this thing called, I surrender. Amen. I'm going to share something real quick because I saw this. I love it. He said, worship leads to obedience. Everybody say, worship leads to obedience. Write this down. Worship leads to obedience. Okay? And then, obedience leads to servanthood. 
Obedience leads to servanthood. Servanthood leads to passion. Because when you serve in all areas, you find the passion in your ministry. And when you are in the right place, passion leads to position. Position will lead into, here we go. Are you all ready? Provision. Provision. Position will lead into prophesying. Prophesying will release the power of God. Amen. It's so true. When I understand this thing called worship, when I seek ye first the kingdom of God, do you not know that every Sunday we are seeking ye first the kingdom of God? We are trying to feel some sounds. Yeah, you know what? We are trying to feel where God, you, do you want to meet You lead me. But, but, the, but the quicker that you enter in, the quicker you touch the hem of His garment, the quicker that you have the right thinking because when you touch Him, you can never leave there the same as you came in. <laughs> Amen. I say again, how do I know whether I touch Him? When I touch Him, I feel His right righteousness upon me. I feel His peace. Amen. His peace that surpasses all understanding. And then lo and behold, there is joy unspeakable, a joy of optimism. The byproduct of this joy is hope. Hope purifies. Hope says, I can do it again. Come on. The reason why people give up is because they feel hopeless. Are you with me here today? I'm not using my notes. This is internalized. You can see everything that I speak is the Spirit. Because God gave me this. Say, tell my people, do not eat of the fruit. I know that the Adam and do not live like the old life. Walk in newness. Seek ye first the kingdom. And if you focus on me, you know what? I'm telling you this. I tell you in the name of Jesus about your life. You're going to put him first. He will open those doors that you never dream that he will open. You ask me, Pastor, should I do this? Should I do that? I don't know. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Trust him and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge. Everybody say, acknowledge. You know what you're saying? Lord, I acknowledge you are God and I'm not. I resign my role and I refuse to take the knowledge of the good and evil. That's why greens mess up. They think too much. Let me tell you something, right? I saw this thing and I thought, wow. I'm going to tell you something, right? If you grew up with a traumatic experience as a child and, and when you grew up as a traumatic, as you have a tendency to overthink. Because you have to think about the way you conduct yourself to your, 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 your parents. And, and, and if that, that relationship is strained, and if your parent is abusive, you always have to overthink. Everybody say, Amen. Overthink can be a byproduct of a self mechanism. When God tells you, huh, come, come, come. Just focus in. Just enter his gates with thanksgiving. Thank God. Amen. Just thank God. Amen. I, I, I don't know what it is today, but I'm here to tell you some of us are overthinking our plans. God says, uh-uh, don't turn on the light. Walk and follow the light. 
trust me. I am your God. Sometimes when we turn on the light, we see all these problems, you know, actually it's one bow, uh, one straight pole. You turn on, you see, wow, everything is, I fall here, there's, there's thorns, I fall here, lions are there, and everything. God says, I never designed you to worry. I never designed you to worry. I designed you to walk in faith and not by sight. Trust me. Everybody say amen. Amen. And I start trusting him. I start taking the word. Amen. The word of God. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. My focus wasn't the solution. My focus is where is my shepherd? My focus is not, oh, I think I better make this choice. I think I better make, no, 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 no. I say first question I have, Lord, where are you? My sheep knows my voice. Lord, if there is something that I learn, need to learn how to hear, is your voice. There is the voice of the world. There is the voice of fear. That's why the scripture goes on to say, God did not give us, you know, again, a, a bondage to fear, but He gave us a spirit of adoption. So many of us make decisions out of fear and not out of faith. And we are stuck in this zone. And then we are becoming our own God. Amen. Let me say this again. If you can fear, you can have faith. Fear is put, <laughs> putting your faith on your obstacles. <laughs> Amen. You need to direct your faith. How? Pastor, is difficult. Well, get the promises of God. Meditate on it. Worship God. Amen. I say worship God out of your problems. Amen. I say again, worship God. Out. There are times where people get their healing because they fall down on their knees. Amen. They did not have a theological understanding, but when they fall down on their knees, when this woman with the issue of blood and all of us have issues, he just say, oh, if only I can touch the hem of his garment. If only I can touch. If some of us will come to this place with this kind of attitude, Lord, I hear, but I'm not here more than just this lecture. I'm here to touch you. I'm here to worship you. Reveal to me who you are, God. Reveal, oh God, when we sing the song, you know, send your rain. Oh, is it send your rain? Let it rain. I, I, I was confused with another song. You are saying, yeah, God, I'm pausing for a moment. I'm so dead and dry. I need an oasis. You know what's an oasis? Singapore, no oasis. Singapore oasis is a dark place, so don't go there. Oasis really means uh, a, a, a pond in a desert. But I have a deep well oasis. You know, it's called the Holy Spirit. He is my comforter. My goodness, why, 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 why this Holy Spirit is known as a comfortable? Because I'll tell you why God knows that our life is going to be rough. You need the comfort of the Holy Ghost because you know what? Any traumatic situation that has not been healed by Him will become reactive. When we want to respond, there are traumas of abandonment, traumas of rejection, traumas that you felt and you never felt the presence of God. God wants to revisit your past. Remember, I said this and I've said this with a purpose. He is omnipresent. You know what it means? Because there are some unsettled business in your past that have not been dealt yet. 
God wants to go back to your past where you were as a little child at that moment in time when you were abandoned, when you feel hurt. God says, I will heal you there and then. I, can, I am a God that can heal you. I can God that heal your past so that you will not come and haunt you again and I'll meet you in the present and you'll be restored because I am a God. No, your past cannot touch you. You know why? I am omnipresent. I can go before you. I can go behind you. I've got you covered. And I have all the power that is needed, vested in me to touch you one more time. Amen. Everybody say praise God. I'm here to tell you this. God is here to give us life. Look at your neighbor and say life. Amen. And life is not about just happiness, happenings around you. No matter what happens, no matter what comes your way, you feel optimistic. You know why? Because the scripture says all things will work together. I don't care what kind of situation. Yeah, there are life that can give you disappointment. But worst of all, there are life that can give you devastation. But I have a God that he can say he is a God that says, I'm the resurrection and I'm the life. I can resurrect any relationship. I can restore it because I am he. Amen. Allow me, come. And he says this, I come to give you life. I'm not come to make your life. Be- I'm not come to torture you. Some people think God is come to torture you. If you understand this, I run to the altar. You understand that God is not here to condemn you, but He's wanting to do an open heart surgery so that you refuse to go on a cycle. And cycle, He says this, I will settle it once and for all. I am your redeemer. I am your restorer. I am. Oh, here comes a most powerful word that, that I hope you get it. He say, I am your heavenly father. Because most of our image are drawn with childhood experience with my relationship with my father. My father wasn't connecting with me. He always lectured me until God says, hey, there are times where I say, God, school me la. How, how many of you ever? God, just, just, take a, just take a lightning bolt and light my head up la, so I can learn. But you know what God does? He connects with me. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You know what forsake means? Really means I will never leave you emotionally alone. You know what? I felt God wrapping his arms around me and says, I love you with an everlasting love. You were missing this for your entire life and now here it comes. Healing, heavenly love, heavenly love touching me, heavenly love transforming me to something that I've never become. Amen. I don't know how to connect, you know, with, with, with people until God connects with me and I'm still learning how to connect because God is still connecting with me, because God is still redeeming me, God is still restoring me. But I'm in this process of healing. Everybody say amen. That I am growing stronger because every day I'm taking the fruit of life. Amen. I'm taking the fruit of life. Every day when I wake up, there is life. Amen. There is this garden of Eden. Amen. But it's called the garden of woodlands. Amen. But I'm walking. Guess what? I'm partaking of that fruit. Amen. Oh, oh, I was glad when they say unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving. Amen. I will enter his courts with praise. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made it. I will rejoice because every bad situation, he can turn it around for good. You know why? Because he's God. 
I, oh, I don't know about you. God can turn every sickness into a healing situation. Even though if I go, I'm I just talking to God casually. Lord, what happened if I die in Ukraine? I get to be with you, ma. Hey, not bad deal, eh? No more bills. No more bite from Milo. You know. Hey, going with Jesus is quite a good deal, eh? Thank you for that overwhelming response. I mean, going with, going with Jesus is quite real. I mean, that like, Not bad, eh? Everybody say, praise God. I'm not saying that I'm dying, huh? okay? Everybody say, amen. And, but I can find good in all day. Amen. I can count my blessings every day. Amen. And the nature itself declare the wonderful works of God. When I see the tree coming out, I say, praise God. How many of you ever tried to make your own version of a tree? When I see the ants moving, when I see the ants in Milo's feet, I will say, wow, this ant can go inside and hide. Amazing, isn't it? Have you ever thought about it? It rains so hard, the ants still come out. I say, this, 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 well, I must learn how to be industrious like an ant. Amen. There's so many things to be thankful about. And everything around you, surround you and says this, I come to give life. Because when I see Him as life, I thank Him for life. And this life is not a physical life. Sam, it's not just the physical life that you are breathing. You can be breathing and being torturous on the inside. Like, with guilt, with shame, with condemnation, with uncertainty. But this life that God wants to give you as an internal life. Like, that says, you know what, you may fail, but guess what? You know what, it's going to be okay because you are going to be more than an overcomer. Amen. I, I'm, I'm saying this life is amazing life. But this life can only be accessed when you come boldly before the throne of grace. You know, when I think about, I come before the throne of grace, I, I see myself as, as going to the Garden of Eden, where he was, where God was reigning supreme. The world did not see him yet, but, but, but the, 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 the kingdom of God is within. You know, it's within, it's my soul, yes, it's where my emotions, my will, and, 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 and my mind is. Amen. All the choices that I made, if I make God my choice, everything on the inside will be okay. I start to think about He reigns supreme. Amen. And I will not allow the spirit of fear to control me because God has it. God's got it. I will not let myself run into a panic anxiety because God's got it. Amen. But every day it is up to me to pray, Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Have a hard time. That's why the scripture says, Our Father, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I want to know you. God, may your name be sanctified in my life. My father abandoned me. I suffer from this thing called feeling abandoned. My father judged me. My father wasn't there for me. But Lord, I'm praying, God, that you, 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 you replay this. Help me. Heal me in this area. Because only once that you are healed in this area, when your roots are healed, your fruit is a byproduct of your roots. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Are you with me here again? It's life. Amen. I hope I get some excitement here today. Some of you are still like, eh, I'm almost done. I never touched my notes. It's amazing. 
Oh, now I touch my notes one more hour. <laughs> Amen. I'm not going to do that. But, but here's what I want you to understand. God is here wanting you to have life. Don't magnify your issue. Magnify God. Oh, come and magnify the Lord with me. Oh, come, let us enter His gates with what? Thanksgiving. Is that something you are thankful about? Amen. Thankfulness begins with this whole idea. I do not deserve it. Then when someone gives something to you, when someone shows an act of kindness, he doesn't need to show an act of kindness. What do you say? Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Look at your neighbor on your left and your right. Say thank you. Amen. And look at them. Say that smile. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. Why don't we stand to our feet? Amen. I want you to repeat after me because it's very important to repeat after me. Say, God wants me to have life. Life is not about being fearful. Life is not about worrying. Amen. Every day, every day, every day, Chris, you're not alone. Now we can enter boldly before the throne of grace and then in His presence there is life. And in His presence we partake of life. Amen. The Bible calls Him living water. The Bible calls Him the living word. Amen. So shall we just leave our hands right now all over this place? Oh, thank you, Father. Come on, just let your voice out for a moment. Father, you know where we are at. Lord, you are God. You are all-powerful. I remind myself, you are all-powerful. You can calm all the storms. Lord, you, you spoke the world into existence. In the beginning, you created. There is nothing impossible to you, Father. And Father, the next thing that I'm reminded, God, that is you are all-knowing. You know the state of my mind. You know what I'm going through on the inside. You know, God, the battles that goes on in my mind. One day, God, there is this condemning factor and the other day, God, I may feel, feel, feel all peaceful, but God, I want it to be settled today. Lord, your word says that all things will work together and I refuse to allow, I refuse to allow anything, God, to dominate in my thoughts except your thoughts, Father. Your thoughts towards me are thoughts to prosper me our thoughts of not evil but of good so father I, I i give you my mind right now come on just leave your hands all over this place i enthrone the word of god lord into my mind god i align my thoughts to your thoughts father and here comes father as i make you the lord over my life as i meditate upon you god i pray may the presence of lord take us into a deeper dimension Amen. Father, that's where that secret place is really all about. God, where I can sense your sweetness of your presence, where I can cry out holy, 
holy, holy God Almighty who was and who is and who is to come. God, I pray, God, that you will challenge us. Come on, just lift your hands. I pray, God, that we will challenge us every day. Lord, to partake of this life that you want to give to us on a daily basis, God. Lord, that I'm not alone. You love my family more than I do, God. You love my wife more than I do. You love me with an everlasting love. And you came to redeem us. You came when you saw all of us lost in our own world, God. <laughs> you came. You came, Lord. We were, Lord, we were like sheep, Lord, lost, God. But you came to draw us back, God. You are that good shepherd, Lord. I, I pray right now, God, Lord, that we will enter into that rest, Lord, that you will make me lie down in green pasture, God. I, I did not have a spirit of fear. But God, I have this assurance of love, power, and a sound mind. Come on, just, just leave your hands. Receive it right now, church. Receive that life. Lord, that I have the ability to enjoy things and not feel guilty about it. Lord, I have the ability, oh God, to walk in holiness and in righteousness because surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. That I am not alone, Father. When I walk into that office room, I am not alone, God. When I'm dealing with difficult clients, I'm not alone because, God, your word says you give us wisdom liberally. You give wisdom generously, God. And God, I, I do not want to have the world's wisdom, Father. I need your wisdom, Father. The wisdom on high. Come on, just reach your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, just, just lift your hands for a moment right now. Hallelujah, Jesus God. I'm blessed, Father. I'm blessed to partake life. Come on, church. There are people praying. Come on. If you want to pray for someone, just pray for your children. Pray for, for, for those loved ones right now. I'm, I'm here to tell you God is greater. I'm here to tell you that He will never leave you nor forsake you. I'm here to tell you that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And God is not an accuser of the brethren. Father, we worship you. Come on. Let tears of, 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 of thanksgiving come out, Lord. Lord, I praise you, Father. I praise you, Lord. Lord, I refuse to allow myself to think that I'm a victim. I refuse, Father. I refuse, Father. You're making a way, God, where there seems to be no way. You are my comfort, oh God. You are my comfort. You are my peace. You are my refuge place. Hallelujah, God, in whom I shall trust you. Come on, let's, let's lift up our hands right now and trust the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Come on, amen. Only good things can come when we are in relationship with Him. You are the true vine and I am the branches, God. Without you, I can do nothing, Father. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, God, let me know you more and more. Draw me. Draw me to that quiet place. Draw me to the place, God. God, where I can find you, Father. Lord, again, God, I pray. 
It's been a while since some of us been into that place. But God, I want to start to walk on that journey, God, of, of, of knowing you all over again, God. I want to know you, God, as, as the one that is ever present. Ah, Lord. Come on, just thank the Lord. Thank the Lord right now. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Amen. Father, before we leave, Father, I pray, God, that every day show us what it takes to partake of this life on a daily basis. Father, I partake of your life. Come on, let's partake of that life. Lord, you come to give me life. Lord, you come to give me life. You don't come to torture me at all. You come to reveal, God, that you are my provision. Remember this and all all these things shall be added unto you. Lord, I speak provision for those that needing homes. I speak provision, so God, right now, for those, God, right now, Jesus, God, that needs you, God. Lord, in the areas of their job, in the areas, God, whatever areas that needs your provision, whether it's healing, whether it's emotional healing, whether it's relationship healings, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands one more time to the Lord. There is such a sweet presence of the Lord here. Amen. I say again, there is such a sweet presence of the Lord. There is now no condemnation. Amen. Amen. Sometimes you owe it to yourself to shake yourself up and say, Dimly, I refuse to allow you to worry. Because God cares for you. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Let me say one last thing. Do not live your life in fear, in faith. Because God did not give us a bondage to fear. You know what bondage to fear really means? You know, I get up, I get... The fear, The first thing you do... How many of you ever get up feeling fearful all the time? I'm going to lose my job. You know what? If you're going to lose your job, guess what? God's going to give you a new job. Oh, I'm going to lose my client. No, you know what? God's going to give you a new client. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. I, I, I love it when I was talking to a brother. You know, he was just telling me, oh, I'm going to lose my job. You know, I'm going to say, but never mind. Lah. God's going to give me a new one. Lah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? I have to tell my boss very straightforwardly that I cannot do this. He tell them. I, I, I tell my boss straight, I cannot do this because you know what? I just don't have the bandwidth to do it. And then I say, oh, wow, you're quite firm, huh? I say, yeah, I, I'm quite firm. You know, you know why? Because if I lose my job, God's going to give me a new one. And I do not want the boss to control my time so that I cannot serve my God. Wow, when I hear this, I say, wow, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I, I'm going to ask you this question. Are you whole? Have you ever asked yourself this question? Are you whole? Let me tell you how do I know whether you are whole. You are whole when you don't need somebody to be codependent on. You don't need somebody oh, to have a job in order to bring your identity. You don't need no one to validate you. That's when I know I'm whole. And when I talked to this brother yesterday, I look at him, bro, you are whole. Because you know who you are. When you are whole, you don't let somebody manipulate you. You don't let 
deeds manipulate you, you'll be free. Whom the Son set free is free indeed. I can say no because I know my choice is to seek ye first the kingdom and His righteousness. And guess what? I love the last part. And all these things shall be added. When I'm whole, provision comes. When I'm in position, when I know who I am and I can push back the forces of darkness that tries to manipulate me, the Bible says He becomes my provision. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. And when I have provision, oh, here's the last thing that I'm going to quit. The spirit of testimony will become the spirit of prophecy. That's why the scripture goes on to say this. You will overcome him, the accuser of the brethren, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of your testimony. And they love not their life. There comes the next part, power. You pray dominion power over your life. Nothing can control me because God is in charge over my life. There is no rival. There's no competition. God is it. Hallelujah. And then when you walk in this area where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Come on, let's give Him praise all over this place. Amen. God bless you. Turn to somebody that you bless. God bless every one of you.